movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64. This here is a podcast about the medium of moving pictures. Adam, do, what, what's your take on moving pictures? Well, actually, Trey, if, if I need to correct you, the, mm. the pictures do not move. They just go so fast that they give the appearance of movement. And you know, for everyone who hasn't listened before, that's how you know that I know what I'm talking about. I understand how movies work. It's a lot more than your little flip books that you guys play with. Flip books? Have you ever played with a flip book in like the last ten years, Adam? Oh yeah, I'm just constantly making guys throw balls off walls and do little dances. You know what mm-hmm. I do on all every book I do now is I make a stick figure floss in the corner and it helps me get through my oh, book. Oh, that's pretty cool. That would yeah. be a good flip book to do now. Yeah, it's make them floss. It's pretty cool and definitely mm-hmm. will age great. It will. Flossing is universal, Adam. You know that it's universal. It will be there till the end of time. We should send it in space. And, and the aliens will understand. And the aliens will come back as people flossing and destroy us all. But three, they're going to have to pick Adam Sandler and three other Fortnite players to destroy the flossing aliens. Can you imagine an alien with four arms flossing? Oh, it would be. How would that even work? I don't know. But it, that sounds incredible. That sounds like a future I want. I want to be a part of that future. Flossing aliens. It'd be like, you know, the, the cat's cradle, the balls that mm-hmm. click together? You know, yeah. when you kind of, like, push them and they're a little uneven and mm-hmm. the sway just gets further and further apart? That's what I imagine an alien with four arms oh, it's, flossing It's, like, it's mesmerizing. Like. It's, like, hypnotizing. It kind of has that weird uh, little um, distortion effect or blurry effect where it's like, oh, it's going so fast. The fast oh, the oh we haven't even brought up how fast they're doing it. Oh, they're doing oh, it so fast. They're going to do it so fast. You can't I, even see it. Uh-uh. No. It's, so it's that's incredible. what this podcast is about. Yeah. <laughs> this is your number one flossing aliens podcast. We're saving the world one floss at a time. <sighs> Today we're going to, uh, last year. Do you think they do that in the new Men in Black movie? I bet they do. I bet they have a few references to things. Get Chris Hemsworth to (laughs) floss. Now, does Chris Hemsworth play an alien? I think he's the new Will Smith. Ooh, okay. I I think it's him and Tessa Thompson. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I love when movies do current references because then they come out nine months later. So and at this rate, culture moves so fast. Yeah. There's no way to keep up. 
like what was it that had Salt Bay in it? Oh, uh, S- Split had Salt Bay references in it. Right. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> okay, uh, that's gonna even, hold up. Even Black Panther had what are those? That was yeah. like uh, that was close. That's but, an Academy uh, Award nominated movie. And <laughs> sorry. Well, yeah. yeah. So is uh, Dirty Grandpa? Not Dirty Grandpa. Uh, old Grandpa. Old Dirty what was Grandpa. The, what was the one with Johnny Knoxville? I think it was Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa was. Yeah. Uh, I thought Dirty Grandpa was Zac Efron and De Niro. That's Bad Grandpa. That oh, you're right. That is Bad yes. Grandpa. Even the though he was bad he was way dirtier than. He was dirty grandpa. Mm-hmm. But you know, it just they they should switch those two titles. It, it's like No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood. Like the title should be swapped. You know, yeah, it's Bad Grandpa, Dirty Grandpa, No Country. It's all the same. You know what? You they know? should change the name of Bad Grandpa and There Should Be Blood. <laughs> there should be blood. That's another movie that should exist. There, there should be blood. There won't be blood, but there should be. That's the sequel. There should be the prequel. Yeah, you're right. The prequel, <laughs> yeah, right? Where he's stealing babies, and giving them, and telling them they're bastards. <laughs> Pretty much stole that baby in that movie. Anyway, the, on this show, we're gonna. Last year, we did a retrospective of all seven Star Wars movies before oh Episode Eight came out. Yeah, and that was a doozy. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably uh, bit off more than we could chew with those. Oh, uh, you mean those two-hour and 30-minute podcasts that yeah, we did? Yeah, where we did the full show, and then we did the review. So Not was, just a review, but a plot point by plot point yes. <laughs> breakdown. I, 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 those, I, are, those are fun episodes. If you want to go fun. back into the backlog, there's some fun episodes. Go to the Super Gamescast 64 network, and you will find those, along with... Our Adam is we're having to watch a VR version of Cloverfield eating chicken nuggets. That's also on there. You could look back, I, and the, it's just it's audio cancer. I was what it is. It wasn't just chicken nuggets. It was a hundred. Yes, nuggets. no, it was two hundred chicken nuggets. Well, we were both eating them. Right. Yes, that's um, that's radio cancer right there. <laughs> but. Today, we decided, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. It's one of my favorite uh, franchises. Probably favorite series of three movies. Trilogy, if you will. Yeah, this is, this is your favorite one-third of a movie. Yes, one-third of a movie. There, It's one movie split into three parts. And this is, uh, yeah, we decided to do a little look back here. We are watching the theatrical versions, not the extended editions. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I think that this is just it's cool for me because I when I watch Lord of the Rings now I don't watch the theatrical versions. I like sp- only watch the extended. That's it. Y- you like watching Merry and Pippin get high. <laughs> I do. That's funny. It's good comedy. Uh, if we're gonna get right into it, I will say, at least for Fellowship. I feel like, and this may just be because I only watch the extendeds and I don't really watch the theatricals that much. I think that the uh, extended edition is a lot better. I think it really fleshes out a lot of the characters, a lot of the story, makes things make a little more sense. 
I think the extended's a lot better. What is in the extended version that is not in the theatrical cut? I was trying uh, to remember this. At the beginning, the whole Bilbo is kind of writing his book, and he's talking about hobbits and sort of how they live and um, just sort of hobbits in and what, what the hobbits are all about. I think that's sort of a big thing. Also, Galadriel. Galadriel, mm-hmm. she... Uh, she only you only see her give um, Frodo the light, but you right. see her give everyone else uh, their gifts, right? And also their cloaks and mm-hmm. the lambus lambus bread, and so it's like it, it just kind of shows you, like, okay, now they're here, they are getting all these things, and this is what you're going to see from now on. Whereas. This one, you like, how do they get all those cloaks? How, wh- what's that all about now? Yeah, I'm then, watching this, and I'm like, why are they not hungry? Why yeah. are they not stopping to eat? Yeah. It's like when, uh, when I watch 24, I'm like, <laughs> what I really want to see is Jack Bauer go to the bathroom. There's this is what I'm other, here for. There are other bits and pieces that I, I don't know. And again, maybe it's just because I watch the extended edition pretty much only. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I feel like it fleshed things out a little more. Right, and you're talking about the cloak that they eventually use later that makes them look like a rock. Yes. Yeah, right. that, those Which, are that, green cloaks. That, yeah, that kind of pops out of nowhere Yeah, eventually. But but it's explained in the extendeds. Right. So, What's your uh, take? Though? When's the last time you watched this, Adam? Man, Fellowship, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. I, I probably watched it last maybe 10 years ago. Wow. Okay. I mean, maybe, maybe, no, I, I think I watched it in, in college. Mm-hmm. So that would, that would be like seven years ago, but it's been a long time. Um, and my big takeaway from this is that it holds up really well. Mm-hmm. Nothing r- looks super horrible. There's some things that don't look great yeah. as far as like CGI stuff, but, so much is done uh, practically, which helps. And they, they also, a lot of the stuff like the magic, like the fight between Gandalf and Saruman or Gandalf saying, like, it just doesn't look, it's not like Harry Potter where they're mm. shooting beams of light right. at each other and it looks kind of super cheesy and corny uh-huh. now. Um, but yeah, I think I think it works really well. The other thing, Looking at this, the film's budget was $93 million, which is insane that they were able to make this movie for $93 million. If I'm, I'm going to look up right now some budgets, and I'm going to tell you okay. some movies that are over $93 million. Is that million for dollars. just this one specifically or all three? That was this one specifically. Okay. And I'm sure like shooting all at once helps, and they're able to... Uh, they probably got some deals for shooting in New Zealand, kind of. It's right. kind of you know, yeah. But yeah, that's that's insane. I, I think Peter Jackson, even when you look at his old stuff, like he really does well with making things look good and realistic. Yeah, and that is the that was the knock on the the Hobbit movies is they mm-hmm. relied too much on the CGI. Where right. if you watch the appendices or the special, you know, the special features. You like the scene with Frodo. I remember specifically the scene in, with Frodo and Rivendell, where he kind of he's kind of on the little 
he's like kind of hanging out there on the rail, right? Uh, just looking around, and they showed you that like it was part set, part uh-huh. miniatures, part matte painting, and then part CGI. So well, they used everything to complement each other, yeah. rather than just relying on CG. And yeah, that's what, and also the makeup for like the orcs and stuff looks really cool. That's yeah. always going to oh, hold up. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible Fallout budget, $178 million. You could also take inflation into that as right. well. Right, there is. But yeah, that's still a lot. Um, Look up Avengers Affinity War. Well, that they were kind of, they didn't release. But okay. it's it's been rumored that that is like. Three hundred million dollars or something, like that. but a lot of that is actors because you have mm. to have. Yeah, you got all those actors, all those big names. Uh-huh. And that's the thing. Like the mo- these movies, the, there's not. I mean, Ian McKellen is. I think he's more distinguished than he is famous. Like right. I think, yeah, like he's when you see him. Oh yes, it's Sir Ian McKellen. He is very distinguished actor, but he's not. You know, on the red carpet. Uh, he, he's not like a big, big name. Um, Elijah Wood was very, this was very young in Elijah Wood's career. Uh, Sean Astin was like a kind of a fan favorite, you know, kind of in the Goonies. And so people like kind of knew who he was, but there weren't really any big names. In right. This. Venom. And Orlando Bloom became big because of this, but. Venom was a hundred million dollars. Oh. Venom, <laughs> Venom looked like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. That does look like garbage. Yeah. Just, like, That's great. Just like to kind of put that in perspective. And uh-huh. even with, uh, you know, inflation, it's, it's crazy. Uh, Vigo Mortensen, this was before his amazing turn as guy who eats pizza in bed uh, like a taco. That's the best scene in the world. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can you can go to hell. That's that's amazing. Who wouldn't want to eat pizza like a taco in bed? Because you're so effing Italian. That's all uh, you're going to do. Did you know that he, he joined this while... They were already shooting yeah. a movie and, like, hadn't met Peter Jackson mm-hmm. and just yeah. kind of, like, walked on set. It was, Yeah, they, they were having some issues with the other another actor. I forget who it was. And they're like, yeah, we this isn't really working. We need to get Vico Mortensen to be in this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, he he's great. I, everyone's really great in the film. I mean, you know, Gandalf, that's, that's a perfect role. That's a perfect uh, casting and... Yeah. character and even like Boromir is really good Sean uh Sean Bean is really great as Boromir uh everyone's very well casted you know that, that's never got best acting nominations because I think everything else everything else really kind of overshadowed it but it's very well acted and I think I, I really like Peter Jackson's sense of humor it's pretty yeah. funny at times it's never like overstepping the comedy like it, Marian- it definitely raises its stakes in uh, in the next two movies. Yeah, when they just like Gimli and Legolas are big old jokesters. <laughs> well, I mean, mostly Gimli. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in this movie, it's kind of just like, oh, those Merry and Pippin up to no good. Yeah, talking about Which, second breakfast. I don't think that stuff's too cheesy or anything you know no it's not... I, I mean i have i haven't watched the next two movies yet yeah. but at least in this one it was it was not overbearing well they become more serious roles too when mary and pippin do yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, gimli but, not so much but yeah, yeah gimli and legolas they have their like kill counts and yeah stuff like that mm-hmm. um there are a few issues i had 
with the movie though watching looking back uh some of the transitions were a little weird like transitions to scenes i noticed more uh like i really don't like the transition when arwen uh right after she makes that big flood get all the ring rates right and you hear you hear um elrond's voice and oh, it's just and like him, and it's it's a really it's like weird... like the dream. Yeah. It's like Frodo waking up or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think that looks not great. Uh, I think... some of, There are some weird, like, shots where they're trying to kind of <clears throat> show you a time, like a passing of time, like where Aragorn... Uh, right when Aragorn mentions he's going to take them to uh, the elves... Mm-hmm. There's this weird where you talk about the ring rates, and I guess this is it's fine because you need to get them out there somehow. Right when he the ring rates, you know, go into the different inn and they, you know, the bed thing, they stab the beds, right? And Aragorn's explaining what they are, and then it kind of does a weird transition where it just shows them on horseback, and then they're in the middle of the forest. And I, it wasn't that big of an issue, but I noticed it more, I guess. So there was a few kind of weird things there. Um, I think the Aragorn Arwen stuff's pretty slow. Yeah, uh, you know that kind of slows it down. It it does feel because that's if my memory of the book is not fantastic. There's like a scene where they talk about yeah, like how they got secret married or something yes. like that. But it's definitely an expanded thing that they wanted a thread throughout all three movies yeah where this is gonna be a thing and yeah it's uh it's a lot (laughs) yeah it is a lot and it's just it's a bit slow but i can forgive it you know and it's still uh yeah holds up really well yeah the big thing like this movie like an epic is the proper we're Mm -hmm. like just like the scale of everything and it, it like I kind of anticipated it to not hold up as well because of kind of like what it's supposed to be and how mm-hmm. big and how uh like how big the world is supposed to be and seem and all that and you know I guess after seeing uh the Hobbit movies where it's just kind of like oh, okay like these are fine whatever uh but no these these do everything uh very <laughs> like so well it's mm-hmm. it's crazy it's uh, it's a very well you know even though i mentioned there are some slow things there it's very well paced like they move it along there's not a lot of just sitting around they do move things along you know i mean we're okay we gotta we you know we gotta go take the ring to mordor well we got these spies okay we'll go to the mountain while well, the mountain ain't gonna work so we're gonna go into the mine the mine mm-hmm. caves it, it all kind of just it's it's you know not a lot of time meandering it, it does a good job like kind of moving things along i think at least yeah uh and then you know you do need that slow period after gandalf dies to kind of decompress and then you're um and lothlorien right yeah yeah I, th- I thought uh i looking back it it was a lot it felt sh- smaller but in a good way like not it wasn't it was a little more intimate i felt you know, and I think the, mm-hmm. the next two movies get a little more grand with the big battles and right. the, the, the and this is a little more intimate. You know, where it's just these 
people moving along a countryside and and and, and um, trying to get to a destination. Uh, and yeah, I've always, I still, it, it felt like I was watching it for the first time again in a way. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was cool. I, any every time I watch that movie, it just it's magical to me still. One of my favorite scenes in the movie, obviously, you know, it's a, a meme uh, or whatever, but the, the scene where they decide to form the fellowship, yeah, essentially, and every, everybody comes in. Um, and <laughs> the eyebrow acting on Elrond <laughs> yeah. when Sam and Mary and Pippin run in is absolutely wild. Like, <laughs> the face is so <laughs> like i don't know just like so turned off to the whole thing <laughs> and i'm i'm surprised that that like of all the things that happen in that scene the fact that one does not simply walk into mordor is the one that becomes <laughs> the meme well and my axe also that that's right yeah right um so both of those are just really, really good. Uh, yeah. It does have a moment which I hate in movies, uh, just kind of generally. It's at the very end when Frodo is uh, going away in the boat yeah. and uh, Sam goes and runs after him. And then, like, they could just have him go over and save him, but they, like, yeah. kind of pretend, like, he may right. drown. <laughs> Yeah. Which, like, just if you think about it, where if he did drown right then, that would be it's the biggest dick a, move a, a hilarious a hilarious <laughs> way for someone to die. Yeah, if they just had this huge battle, and this guy just like didn't want his friend to leave, so he went out there, didn't swim, and just sunk. Maybe I don't know, ten yards off the edge of a riverbank. <laughs> That, that river, that river gets very deep, very quick. It does, it does. Well, it's magic, uh, Adam. I'm trying to think what else. I still think, yeah, favorite. I love the scene in uh, Mor- um, Moria where Gandalf and Frodo are talking, and the line, uh, um, "It's not for you to decide. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you." Like, just there's a lot of really good, intimate moments in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's just characters kind of talking, and it's really good, good dialogue, good scenes. Uh, I, th- you know, the n- next two movies don't really get there like this one does. It's a very different movie than the next two. Yeah, for sure. Do mm-hmm. you have a favorite character in this movie? I always like Gandalf, and I, you know, and I think it might just be because I like Sean Bean, but I always like Boromir. Boromir and, in this movie has a super strong yes. story. I think everybody else is like Aragorn is kind of brought up as like like he's shown that like hey this is the main character. Yeah, I mean there's Frodo obviously, um, but there it's kind of constantly like oh this guy's important mm-hmm. like no this guy. But Boromir is kind of the only one that has his full arc within this yeah. movie, um, and so that's super satisfying Mm -hmm. um and and you know the fact that he you know falls to the power of the ring and then then he redeems himself like right after yeah right 
you know so. yeah they, it's a great arc yeah great character you know that's like in these movies there's not a lot of gray area with the characters yeah they're kind of either good or bad but Boromir is kind of that gray area you know you he is conflicted and he has demons and you know and he succumbs to the power but he does redeem him. It's it's one of the most gray area characters in the series. You don't really get much of that at all. And it's the one that shows the power of of the yeah. ring outside mm-hmm. of because otherwise you just have scary Bilbo face. Yeah, or Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, later well, I on. Guess, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, otherwise it's just you know. Um, Bilbo's I always freaking. liked Merry and Pippin. Uh, I always liked them, but I, I think like watching this again, Gandalf and Boromir. Stand out to me. It's my mm. two favorites. As what a kid, I loved Merry and Pippin. Yeah. Which, I mean, they're the comedy guys. That mm. makes sense. Yeah. You're a comedy guy. You like good comedy. You like Second Breakfast. I did. Uh, I know. I know what? he's not going to. I know he's not going to listen to this, but I did get Austin a uh, a Hobbit cookbook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Did, what kind of recipes uh, are in there? A lot of. It, a lot of is pies, it, a lot of breakfast foods. Yeah, it's just a lot of... It's like the Denny's yeah. smog menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Desolation of smog menu. Hobbit hole breakfast. Oh, it's a smog. A smog. Um, I would love to go back and watch the appendices, just how they made the movie and stuff. That's That's really special. If you haven't had a chance to watch those on the extended editions, uh, they're must-watches. Like I think you you have to, it's they're they're pretty much incredible, yeah. and you can pick and choose what you want to watch. Like the stuff with um, you know, the stuff at the beginning where they're talking about like the the art design can get a little boring if you've seen it way too many times. Uh, well, I mean, just all like the two. all the forced perspective stuff and the way that yeah. they, you know, make the hobbits look so small and oh yeah, uh, that's incredible. Uh, it's it's insane. Like the. And it if, still if watch, looks so good. Right. If you watch the behind the scenes of like how they shot Frodo and Gandalf riding in that carriage together in Hobbiton, yeah. like it's insane. Mm-hmm. Just kind of the thought and the the math that you have to put in it. That's one thing about about filmmaking. Is so much of it is is math because you have to be mm-hmm. able to you know, your focal lengths and uh angles and stuff like that and that's something where just like you can tell so much care and so much effort was put into it. And then they'll cut to another shot and you'll be like, Oh, that's just a child. (laughs) But uh, right. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Just a small man. Right. (laughs) Cause they're not walking the same at all. Right. looks like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, which, you know, but I think, which is fine. It's it's not a big deal, but when it, I think the, one of the weakest shots though, was when they, the, when the whole felt that big shot of the whole fellowship where they're all standing together, you could kind of see that they kind of shrunk the hobbits and, and Gimli a little bit. You can see they kind of did that with CGI. Uh huh. But you know, I, but other than that, yeah. Anytime they do, that's the thing. Anytime they do natural effects, it looks um, still looks perfect. Which I don't get why people don't go back to. And I guess people have gone back to that method. Like with I mean, Mad it's Max, just easier. Yeah. Like, like obviously, it's just like, oh, I mean, I can do this in post, and and it, I can just pay somebody to work twenty three hours a day to slam this out and and make it work. Mm-hmm. 
what was it? oh uh did you know that Gimli, the guy who plays Gimli, is the tallest yeah guy in the cast? John Reese Davis, yeah. He's uh yeah. he's a big actor too, actually. Like he's one of those like uh like kind of E. McKellen, very proficient actor, very uh you know he's in a lot of plays and stuff. And he was uh he was in Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. He is the dude in Indiana Jones. Yeah, and he he got like allergic reactions from the makeup. Yeah. Yeah, he hated it. Uh the original cut of this movie, if you had to guess how long the or- the original cut. So this isn't even the extended. But 6 hours. It was 4 hours and 30 minutes. 4 hours and 30 minutes. Okay. That's I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it'd be interesting uh-huh. to see. Um there, uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is that uh, Kate Kate Blanchett, I saw her. She did a, a documentary now, which was really great. Yeah. Um, where she was like a, a fake performance artist, uh, <laughs> who did all these ridiculous things, and it's a very funny episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I watched it, and I was like, wait, isn't Kate Blanchett like <laughs> very very tall? And I went and I looked it up, and she's only five six. But it was just from this movie. I thought that she was yeah, because she's some sort of next to Frodo, freaking giant. Yeah, even in front of all of them, she's yeah huge. Mm-hmm. Whoa, I mean, she's tall, not not huge. No, she's respect. She's a freaking porker. <laughs> <laughs> Lose some weight, Kate Blanchett. Jeez. Uh, yeah, it's it's still just as good. Uh, going back and watching and. Man, if you haven't watched it in a while, go back. It holds up. I think that's what we're going to be talking about, how practical effects hold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and, and not even that. I just think it's just a very well-made movie, and it still is just as exciting. And I think that's due just to the great story and great characters and great actors. I think I think it's going to stand up yeah. for, I want to say, the t- test of time, because who knows, but I think it'll... It's just as good as it was back then. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, how would you you rate this? Still five stars. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. five stars. It's an easy yeah. five stars. Yeah, very easy. Um, I don't think that will change for the next two. I, I'm I'm interested to see Return of the King again because I think I ruined that for myself watching that way too many times. Mm. And I have there are more things in that movie I don't like as much. Like the ghost army. Because right. I don't really like ghost armies. I just think they're yeah. boring. Yeah. yeah. That'll probably not be as good. But this one, it's great. Uh, and go watch it if you haven't watched it in a while. All right. When we come back, we'll uh, do some news. I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. There are other forces at work in this world, Frodo, besides the will of evil. Bilbo was meant to find the ring, in which case you also were meant to have it. And that is an encouraging thought. All 
All right, Adam, let's do some news. Yeah, so obviously the big news this week is the Avengers, the new Avengers trailer that dropped. Trey, your yeah. thoughts on the new Avengers trailer. I thought it was badass. I thought it was awesome. I'm ready. I'm ready to be avenged. Ready to see my man Thangos. Ready to see my man Hawkeye with his new haircut. Ready to go see Captain America look all sad. It, I, I'm ready for it all, Adam. I'm ready for for uh, Thor to look at Captain Marvel and say, Allah, however he talks. I don't know how he talks. Mm. I'm ready for yeah. everything, Adam. Ready. You know what people said about the last movie where, you know, Hawkeye was not in it? Mm-hmm. Mo, Mo Hawkeye. Mo, Mo Hawkeye. And he has Mohawk now. Yo, oh, can you imagine the uh, calf-cramping orgasms that Thor and Captain Marvel will have? Man. Well, can you, I mean, it was... Can it was, you imagine? It's a trailer. I don't think it was the, the best trailer in the world, but it was a trailer. It was fine. I don't need it. No. I, every time I say, I, I don't need it, I don't want to watch it, mm-hmm. and then I, I watch it, and then I'm like, okay, that's fine. I should have. This would have been a perfect movie it. to try. No trailers. Do you really need trailers anymore for these big tentpole movies? They gotta. They gotta get that ad money. Yeah. Where they have, you know, however many millions of views on the the trailer on YouTube. It it'd be one thing if it was just in front of movies. You know, where, but now you have it on other things and you got to break every record that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, 68 million views. So let's see that makes if you use YouTube's algorithm that's like $6. Yeah, $6. So so I mean Disney needs what they can They need it they all. They need all that money. Uh-huh. So, you know, whatever works, mm-hmm. man. Aladdin trailer also came out. Uh yeah, and this looked better. Mm-hmm. Uh the sets <laughs> everything looks good. Like the the scene of Aladdin friggin' parkouring his way out of str- his street. Not rat. wearing his little vest, no good with no shirt on. I'm disappointed by that. <laughs> I need yeah. I need I need to see his abs. I need to see the I need to know is Aladdin ripped? And he better be ripped. Ha- have you ever seen the picture of Aladdin without his pants on? Uh, no. Okay, hold on. Let me send it. While you. you send me that, I'm going to send you a picture my dad sent me of me as dressed up as Aladdin when I was a little kid. Okay. This will I'll put this on Twitter too. But um, I'm gonna send this. I won't. I, I won't put what Aladdin looks like with no well, pants. Well, send it to just me. Google, just send it to me. Just, just Google Aladdin no pants, oh, and it God. is the only thing that comes <laughs> up. <laughs> oh no! I I already can tell what it's going to be. And it's going to be like a meat. It's like legs are meat, like how the pants are shaped, <laughs> I bet. I want to, let me see. I hate these. I hate these so much. Um, did you send it? I thought you did. Uh, yeah, I sent it on Twitter. Hmm. Okay. Check your I DM, just sent you boy. a text, too. Okay. Let's look at my text. I'm looking at my DMs. It's loading. 
floating. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I think Will Smith looks a lot. He definitely does not look as swole. Uh-huh. And by that, I mean swollen, <laughs> like freaking beefy. Austin, for some reason, keeps saying that Genie did not look bad in the first one, <laughs> in the first trailer. Um, really? No. Genie looked fucking He didn't horrible. look great. No. I, I like, though, he, he's kind of blending in and looking like a regular person. I kind of dig that. It makes it a little why more do you realistic. Have a, why do you have a floral vest? I might have been my mom's vest, and I just took that vest that she had. This doesn't look <laughs> anything like. How does that look anything like a lad? I had the vest. I had the little hat. You got the pants. Yeah, you have the hat, but the pants are not the right I'm color. I'm like say six years old, dude. Cut me some, right, cut me some but, slack. But you're. <laughs> how would I? How would I get Aladdin from this? I, Check Trey's Twitter and and tell us if you think that this looks like Aladdin. Wow, you're just crushing little me right now. You just you had a fez. You could have been like, hey, that's <laughs> that really was the cute, only Trey. Wow, that's cool. But no. Oh, don't get me wrong. It was freaking cute. <laughs> <laughs> just not Aladdin cute. That's Aladdin. Uh, James Gunn is... Uh, Back He's with Guardians of the Galaxy. Back, baby. So, way to go, everybody who hated on James Gunn. All you did was get him more movies. Because yes. <laughs> he's on Suicide Squad? Yeah, he's still doing Suicide right? Squad. Mm-hmm. So he's doing Suicide Squad and now Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You got him two movies. Yeah. Right. You got him two. <laughs> way to so, go. Um, I I I, so, I hear sorry that they need to start looking for a new guy to to direct. They it. were just like, "We'll wait this out. Yeah, <laughs> it'll simmer down, and then go back through it." Mm-hmm. I think this is fine. I don't know. I didn't like the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie, so hopefully the third one will be better. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because you figure after Avengers that a lot of the a lot of the main guys are going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Like it's assumed that this will be Robert Downey Jr.'s last movie, and you know Chris Evans. I wonder. I, I bet you we still get Thor, or uh, or um, not Thor. Maybe I don't know. Chris Hemsworth is going to stay on. Um, I bet you we still get Hulk. Really? I don't know. I think so. I I mean, the, I guess how they use Hulk, it can be use just because you know hulk they're not it's not its own hulk movie they can just have mark ruffalo pop in kind of like he did in in thor Mm -hmm. where almost mark ruffalo was not even in it you can just have whoever play hulk and then shoot a scene i like mark ruffalo so anytime he's in something i dig it you know yeah I, i wonder who they kill off maybe they kill off all the avengers Oh, please. No. And then everything is just, I don't know, a prequel? Yeah. A separate a separate timeline? Mm-hmm. It's uh, Days of Future Past. 
That's uh, that's probably what they'll and do. And they just they just uh, they cast the hottest looking young child actors to to play him. <laughs> this is a, this is a Brian Singer joke. <laughs> I gather. <laughs> I swear to God, Brian Singer. The the days of future, whatever the one that was where they're all in school, like he had like a freaking Rolodex, and he's just like that boy, that boy, that boy, that boy. Like they're all very pretty. <laughs> In that movie, All these hunky boys. a little too pretty. I'm just saying. That's I mean that's his whole yeah. thing. <laughs> like that's that's what he's accused <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. Cashed it all in. <laughs> Went all in. <laughs> anyway, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood trailer should be coming soon. He dropped a poster that, today. I believe uh, looks not a very good poster. <laughs> I saw it and I thought it was a fan made yeah. one where they photoshopped Brad Pitt's head it definitely on somebody, does look like it was which I think like it probably is uh, yeah the poster looks like garbage I have a hard time believing the movie will be that bad <laughs> I mean I I watched Inglorious Bastards not to ruin uh, what I've been watching I watched Inglorious Bastards again mm-hmm last week is so good <laughs> it's so good and i i love all tarantino stuff and i'll watch as many weird feet movies as he <laughs> makes i'm ready for an actual trailer though right yeah it, it'll be interesting to see kind of how everyone mm-hmm. is deployed i wonder if leo dicaprio has sex you think he has sex? Has he ever had sex? I guess, yeah, he did in uh, Titanic. He did in yeah, Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Very famous. Yes, <laughs> very famous scene in Titanic. <laughs> Never yes. mind. He hasn't really recently, though. Well, he did in uh, Jad. Well, yeah, and then he got fucked by that bear. Yeah, he did get fucked by the bear. <laughs> remember remember that was a whole thing? Yeah, that he got, <laughs> he, dude, he got raped by a bear. He got raped by he a got bear. raped. <laughs> what? Why did people think that he got raped? It's because raped by the, a bear the bear was kind of like pulling him on on top of him. Yeah, like what? Bear's not raping him, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, this is this is the movie with the bear rape. Bear rape. That's that's wild. If you believe in bear, ra- like, do you think is that like an Alex Jones thing? Oh, the rape of was- the bear. Bears are raping people. <laughs> Yeah, it probably is. Putting chemicals on the water, making the friggin' bears rape. <laughs> you know that, uh, not to go off on a tangent, but I was listening to I, uh, It's Just Banner. So that, this is on brand. Okay. And they're act- that is actually true. There was, like, some company who was putting chemicals in the water that actually did turn frogs gay. That was actually well, a yeah, real thing. Um, everything not like Alex a government says consp- is right. Not, not a government conspiracy or anything, but it was just, like, shitty business practices. You know, but it was real. It happened. So Alex okay. Jones is right. Yeah, I mean he's right about all of mm-hmm. it. <laughs> he is. PizzaGate, especially PizzaGate is real. Uh, the Sopranos prequel. It's a uh, Newark, is what it's called. The Many Saints of Newark. Mm. Uh, is uh coming out next year. Trey, are you excited? I am excited. Uh, so, How long has it been since you watched Through the Sopranos? Well, that's what I was about to get to. Uh, I watched it my freshman year in college, or I guess my first year at UNT. 
because uh, tactically I went to Quad C for a year. So, but uh, yeah, first year UNT, so 2008. So it's been over 10 years since I watched it. And uh, for when uh, we have a podcast on the blow, uh, not blowout, the um, super films cat or supercast 64 podcast network deja vu where, where we're reviewing lost uh once mm-hmm. we're done with lost we're gonna do uh, the sopranos so once you're done with lost in i don't know a few months a year and a no, half no no no. we're doing like we're doing like big chunks i know you yeah you guys are busting through yeah um sopranos i just watched it yeah. it's so good mm-hmm. it's great and uh, i don't know how much of an appetite i have for this okay I don't, I don't, like, it'll be fun mm. to see, I don't know, Tony's dad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that fun? Like, I, like, I don't know. Like, they, young it, Uncle June's will be fun. Yeah. Well, they definitely need to make it its own thing. It can't be relying on the Sopranos, you know, to, right. yeah. Because there's, I don't know. Because, yeah, anytime you kind of have to rely on something as a prequel, you're kind of having to fill in the gaps. And right. Just, just let it be a, yeah, a mob thing. Be a mob doesn't thing. have to be it, or, or if it is in the Sopranos world. Well, it is supposed to be in the world, but just like right. No, oh, I know, but like, just don't make the main characters like Tony's dad. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, just have it be a little disconnected. Right. It could be that's, in the same that's world, my... but not. You know, maybe Tony's dad shows up. You know, but yeah, maybe not the main character. I think that's what a uh, Red Dead Redemption Two did really well. Is they well instead of like, you know, making it John Marston, it was John Marston was there and he was a big character, but it was mm-hmm. Arthur Morgan. It was a new, different character who had a different story and you know, right. yeah, different motivations, all that. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody's sequel is being. How discussed. are they going to do a sequel? He died. Well, he died of AIDS, Adam. It's it's about how Queen lived on and became. Oh, a better band. Kill me. This is this is what they wanted originally. That made Sasha Baron Cohen drop out, and now they're finally going to be able to do it because they said our last movie made a bajillion dollars. I hate everybody, and I hate the ticket for sucking on this movie's dick. I'm going to mark that. <laughs> and I'm going to take that. Yeah. out. <laughs> no, don't cut that out. <laughs> Tell him to. F- <laughs> Trey wants to be fired for not liking Bohemian Rhapsody. Having them fire you for talking <laughs> shit about Bohemian Rhapsody would be worthy. And you could go and you could post that online and people would get... give to your GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll keep that in. <laughs> I mean, maybe telling your boss to suck your dick. I never said that. I you could say my... that. I said, come at me. Don't come at me. I don't. Look, don't. I need the money. <laughs> I can't leave. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get fired in a hilarious way these ways these days, yeah. so you can get a GoFundMe. Get the get the points. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, get fired for oh, shit yeah. about a movie. You don't need the money, but those upvotes. I do need them upvotes. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Go to my SoundCloud. WB is like, hey, maybe we want a new Flash. And Ezra Miller was like, I'll write a Flash movie, please. <laughs> please, I'll write a Flash movie if I get to be the star. Well, he is the so star. So that's... Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're, they're like trying to replace... Oh, yeah, they are. Kind of everybody, mm-hmm. I think, just because... Except, I mean, not Gal Gadot. Ezra Miller is a bit miscast. 
as the Flash. And I'm not saying that because I'm familiar with the character. I'm saying that because I've heard other people say that who are fans of the character. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I, I don't really know a whole lot about the Flash. I thought he was he was fine yeah. in uh in the Justice League movie. He was definitely not the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. Um I do like the fact that he's trying he, go ahead, write one and try to save yourself. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's, that's a good I'm thing down. to do. I'm, yeah. Do do it SNL style Just where do it. you have to you have to write your character yeah. to <laughs> to get on TV. Yeah. That's a good idea. I, I hope it works it out work. for him. I hope that works out. Uh, Tia Carrera <laughs> really wants Wayne's World 3 to happen. Yeah, no shit, <laughs> because you haven't been in anything else. I'll tell you, I do think Wayne's World, that could work today. 100%. Probably better today. I think that's more relevant today. Man... It, the idea of two guys trying to start like their own little show, that's pretty right. much what everyone's doing. No, I I mean I agree with it, but wouldn't it just end up being It wouldn't be good, yeah. It wouldn't be good. But I but I I think I don't know. It probably wouldn't be good. Especially with Mike Myers <laughs> right, so and Dana like, Carvey. Uh I don't know. I don't know what Dana Carvey's doing these days. I don't mean to make take a shot at Dana Carvey. But Dana Carvey's doing stand-up now. Oh, all right. And he's just, uh, every time he's, he did a bunch of podcasts lately, and he's just, like, so eager to go into impressions. Oh, yeah. And, and like, ev- all of the podcast hosts that I listen to are, like, you know, older, and so they were, like, big Dana Carvey sure. fans. And, do do and the church lady. Do the church lady. Well, they're not, they're not asking him to do church lady. They're just, like, let me... He'll just like start doing his Trump, yeah, or whatever, and they'll just friggin' lose their mind. Um, like I, I don't know. Dan Carvey did a lot of good things, but uh, hey, maybe, uh, maybe let other people <laughs> do some things. I don't want a Wayne's World reboot. I don't want a Wayne's World sequel. I'm, I'm pleased. Mm-hmm. I'm satiated. Okay. Wayne's Mike World Myers Two, off. underrated. Yeah, I have no I problem really with Wayne's World yeah. 2. Like Mike Myers living off that Shrek money now. He doesn't he need is. anything else. No, he's good. I hear, I always hear he's like, he's not, like he's been blacklisted. Like he's not good to work with. Like people don't like working with him. That's why yeah, he, has he hasn't worked in a while. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the deal is. I've heard he's just hard to work with. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Christian Bale gets work. Yeah, and also maybe he's just a better actor. Christian Bale is. <laughs> well, oh, so you're going to go on record saying Christian Bale is a better actor than Mike You know Myers? what? On this podcast where I told, I threatened my boss to fire me for, uh, for not liking Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, I will go on that limb and say oh. that Christian Bale is a better actor than Mike Myers. Cat, please don't fire Trey for thinking <laughs> that Mike Myers is worse actor than Christian Bale. Oh. If oh God, Cat's gonna fire you for so many things. <laughs> this is the, the most fireable podcast. Uh, Danny DeVito was tested as the voice of Pikachu yes. for Detective Pikachu. That's great because that was the whole like meme going on was uh, Danny like they would splice the Detective Pikachu with Danny DeVito's voice. 
It sounded right. funny. It's funny. You know what though? I I don't mind. Uh, oh, what's his face is the voice. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Smarmy Ryan well, Reynolds. Well, he's like PG Deadpool. Adam, don't you love Deadpool? Oh yeah, I have a T-shirt. I know you do. Uh, Deadpool, Deadpool taco yeah. truck. <laughs> it's pretty edgy, isn't it? Oh, you just don't know. You like you better watch your back when Deadpool's around because he'll. Friend. You just don't know when he's gonna bust your chops, mm. and maybe sometimes it'll cut a little bit deeper than you think. Mm. But that's just because, you know, there's truth in comedy. Yeah, and what he's coming for is to freaking wreck your day. Yeah, I know. I don't want my day wrecked by Deadpool. Is that all for the news? I know uh, Hans Zimmer scoring Dune. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. which uh, which is cool. Yeah, Denny Villeneuve is directing. You got Timothy Chalamet starring. You got Hans Zimmer doing the music. Uh, I'm very excited for Dune. Um, yeah, I, especially after seeing the uh, um, David Lynch. David Lynch one last year. Yeah. yeah. I hear there's a lot more to it too. Like it's supposed to be insane how like vast it is. The game, yeah, yeah, the book is supposed to be book, yeah. great. I I tried to start reading it a few times and it's just like so much mm-hmm. right away. <laughs> um box office stuff, Captain Marvel 67 million dollars this weekend. Just on a freaking roll blowing through the stars that Captain Marvel with her fake CGI face. Cat Marv. That's what I say. <laughs> uh, but this week, a new challenger approaches. Mm. Officially a horror movie. Us. Jordan Peele tweeted, Us is a horror movie. Oh, that's good. As he... Well, I mean... Because last time he said Get Out is a documentary. Right. That was after um, it was put in the... Yeah, in the best comedy, in, right? Was it Was it put in best... I don't think it was put Our in best comedy. comedy. musical. Some, something else was put in best comedy musical. And he said Get Out's actually a documentary. Yeah. He says Us is a horror movie. It's a rated R movie, so... There may be a ceiling on how much money this can make Trey. Well, I, I guess I won I mean, didn't, last week, so what was I it first. rated? It was PG-13. Really? I'm pretty sure. What What would have been... Um, uh, I, well, I don't know. They said shit a bunch. Was Get Out rated PG-13? Yeah, Get Out was pg no, get out. No, was it was rated R. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So it was rated R. Yeah, twenty-seven. Yeah. This is rated R. I'm. I believe that us overtakes Captain Marvel. This. I week. do too. Uh, and then I have Captain Marvel after. Same. Obviously. And then after that, there's really not anything else coming out. So, I'll just go ahead and, uh, man, I guess I'll take How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> I don't feel great about it. Um, let's hold on one second. Let me look at this here. Look at a few things. 
Uh, I'll take Wonder Park. Okay. Trey believes in week two Wonder Park. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those are our picks. Great. Uh, When we come back, we will do what we've been watching. So, gentlemen, let's discuss the prospect of ending the war tonight. So the way I see it, since Hitler's death or possible rescue rests solely on my reaction, if I do nothing, it's as if I'm causing his death even more than yourselves. Wouldn't you agree? I guess so. How about you, you bitch? I guess so, too. Gentlemen, I have no intention of killing Hitler and killing Goebbels and killing Goering and killing Bormann, not to mention winning the war single-handedly for the Allies, only later to find myself standing before a Jewish tribunal. If you want to win the war tonight, we have to make a deal. What kind of deal? The kind you wouldn't have the authority to make. However, I'm sure this mission of yours has a commanding officer. A general. Mm, I'm betting for... OSS would be my guess. Ooh, that's a bingo! <laughs> Is that the way you say it? That's a bingo? You just say bingo. Bingo! How fun! <laughs> All right, Adam. Uh, so what have you been watching? Well, Trey, I don't want to deflect from me, but I think everyone's just dying to know about how you liked Green Book, which you said that you were going to watch oh. yet again. Green, wa- Green Book watches on. Trey, you definitely watched Green Book. You promised, Did for, I don't know, the third, fourth uh, straight week that you were going to watch Green Book. I did not watch Green Book. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shocking. Cat, <laughs> fire him for not watching Green Book. Uh, I'm very sorry. I, I've let everybody down. I did not mm. watch Green Book. Yeah, everybody was freaking stoked to hear your hot Green Book takes. I know. I know they were. Okay. Well, I already talked about this one a little bit. I watched Inglorious Bastards again. Yeah. Man, the, it's my favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no other way to put it. It's it's so good. And there's just like every scene is an attempt to one up the scene before it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could, I was thinking about how we did um, the letterboxed awards where you pick which, you know, one of the categories was your favorite scene of the year. And like, I was just thinking of all the scenes that you could put in it. You could put in, um, you know, the open, which I think is Open's probably, great is probably my favorite it's really strong it goes straight from that into the (laughs) the brad pitt killing nazis monologue Mm -hmm. which is fantastic um then you know later on there's the uh the fighting in the fucking basement scene (laughs) which is you don't gotta be stonewall jackson no you don't want to fight no 
fucking basement <laughs> uh where they go and he gives the wrong number it's yeah. just such a good scene um and then the final like with the Hans movie Lanza. theater and yeah so oh, yeah like yeah it's all it, it all comes together so well and then even the like lesser scenes where Shoshana like has to eat lunch with yeah Hans Landa and like it just like there's just so much little stuff in it where it's yeah. just just like the ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, wait for the creme where it's just like it's it's so good mm. I I love the movie so much I need a uh, there are a lot of movies that I kind of feel like rewatching and that's definitely up there mm-hmm. um yeah I, I need to rewatch revisit that yeah because yeah it's I, definitely one of my favorites ever and um, it, it, it it's it's just so good everybody's mm. really good in it and it's and it's fun like that's that's the biggest thing is that it's just like a, a movie that's it's it's the best always fun it's the best wolfenstein movie ever <laughs> yeah like it's it's just a big it's not dumb it's very smart but it's a mm-hmm. big fun um like just action insanity you know right. just the whole ending is just this video game ending where you're right. Just blowing up Hitler's face and right. yeah, it, yeah, it's just a great movie. It's, it's in a, a movie also a, theater, yeah. It's a really good combination of just like me remembering. Oh, I remember how surprised I yeah. was at the first time because the whole time I'm thinking about, okay, how are they going to screw up uh-huh. <laughs> killing right. Hitler? Right, right, right. And then they and then they do it, and you're yeah. just like, oh my god! And uh-huh. then there's just a whole bunch of subtle stuff as well that you can kind of pick up and enjoy mm-hmm. every time you watch it. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend rewatching Inglorious Bastards. Um, I saw on the Ides of March, I watched the movie, the Ides of March. That's the one with, um, Goosling, Ryan Gosling. Gosling and, Goosling. Uh, yeah. I did see George, that. George Clooney. I saw that in theaters. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I would say it's pretty good. I, like the stuff that happens is way interest way more interesting than the characters sure. in the movie. Ryan Gosling's kind of flat. George Clooney's kind of flat. I've never been a fan of George Clooney. I mean, I'm sh- I don't. I'm, yeah, I don't I, really I, I understand don't, don't how he became. It, yeah. Like, like he's, he's really good great. in like the Descendants, uh-huh. but he's and I get that he's like a charming guy in interviews, I guess, mm-hmm. but I don't. Yeah, I don't really understand how he became like the biggest actor in the world. Yeah, that's that's kind of a mystery to me. Um, but yeah, overall, I I thought it was good. It was like a wannabe Sorkin movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but eh, it can't be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, my biggest surprise. I was watching around Oscar time. Uh, I watched a bunch of round tables with like the writers of the biggest movies of the year and some of the directors of the biggest movies of the year and actors and stuff. <coughs> and I think dog day afternoon came up like three times. Yeah. And so I was like, these guys really like dog day afternoon. I should probably see what this is about. And I fucking loved it. It's, it's like the first, the first hour if is like so good mm-hmm. like uh it it kind of drags um and i don't want to give away stuff cuz i went in knowing it was an al pacino bank robbing movie i know i know al pacino 
and his lover boyfriend he has like wants to get a sex change right well uh, yeah that that comes later okay but uh i know it's yeah. a bank robbery and that yeah right uh yeah so i i rented this movie and it's it's great yeah. highly recommend i gave I've it five, been five stars it. i think i might own it actually but i've i've not actually seen it it's it's probably it. on the lower end of my five star scale. Okay, like if if five stars, that means you know twenty percent, the top twenty yeah. percent of movies that you see would be five stars. So it doesn't mean it's perfect, um, but I like that first hour is so so strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I enjoyed it a lot, and I hope that I don't step up expectations to where it's kind of a letdown. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoy it a lot. And then I saw Apollo 11, the documentary. I've been seeing, yeah, people have been w- liking this. Yeah, the documentary with uh, the footage from NASA uh, of them launching the rocket to go to the moon. Trey's putting up air quotes. like Launching the moon. There is no moon. Everything was a little too clean. <gasps> Little yes. too clean. The the foot the footage looks great. It almost looks like it was shot today. Mm. Little Stanley Kubrick uh, ring a bell. Hmm? I en- I enjoyed it quite a bit. I would suggest seeing it in theaters if you get the okay. chance. Do they uh, kind of show you how Buzz Aldrin was kind of a dick too in that one too? <laughs> no, he's just kind of funny in this yeah. one. Okay. Because yeah, that was that's what I kind of took from uh, the Neil Armstrong movie is Buzz Aldrin, kind of a dick. All right, Trey, here's a quiz. Who was the third person on the Apollo Eleven mission? Stanley Kubrick, who filmed it. Mm, okay, you pass. Thank you. Who was the third person? His name is Michael Collins, and it's very funny. And I wanna I wanna write a little comedy thing. Where I'd I'd be Michael I'd be Michael Collins the guy that just they don't ever mention that no nobody knows his name who had to friggin sit in the spaceship and wait for Why Buzz no Aldrin and Neil him? Armstrong because he didn't go on the moon he didn't walk he didn't walk on it no. yeah he stayed so they like were in orbit around the moon and then they launched the eagle and the eagle went landed on the moon was he, he just, in the first man. Yeah, he okay. was. Okay, I, f- I guess I forgot that. I mean, he's barely in, like Buzz Aldrin isn't in it a bunch either. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so he is just like sitting there all alone while Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin are fooling around on the moon. <sighs> it's, uh, it's to be so close, yet so far. Mm. So Trey, what have you been watching? Uh, so I watched Dog Tooth. Oh, and yeah. the uh, Yargos movie, uh, he has a style. He has a definite writing style, directing style. Uh, it was really good. It is the best way I could describe it is a more more uh, whacked off Brigsby Bear. <clears throat> Just yeah, that's true. It's kind of funny, kind of not funny. Uh, really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was 
just a lot of just crazy. Yeah, it, it, it was very well done. I liked a lot of how the shots were framed, where they would like cut off their heads a lot of times in the shots. It made everything kind of, you know, it seemed very out of order, which it was. Mm-hmm. Just like how the, the this family just controlled and manipulated these kids. I think that premise of, all right, these people have no idea about the outside world. I think that gives a lot for a writer to kind yeah. of expand on. I think that's going right. to be a lot of fun because you can make up all your rules you want. Yeah, anything can be anything. Yes. Words can mean whatever you want them yes. to mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I thought it was really, really cool movie. Uh, it's... It's not for uh, you know. You don't watch it with grandma. <laughs> no, definitely no. not. Don't don't do that. But uh, yeah, go see it if you're in. If you like the lobster and killing of a sacred deer, uh, and it is in Greek. It is in one. Greek. So it's one of those reading movies. It's those reading movies. It's all foreign. Mm-hmm. Um, I also Trey had no problem mm-hmm. watching this one when there were white people that yes, he had to read. That's but true. When there were. When there were the Mexicans. More of an issue. More of an <laughs> <Yeah>. issue. <laughs> so I actually Cash. watched another Peter Jackson movie uh, this week. Oh, please tell me you watched the friggin' car movie. The car Mortal movie? Engin- Mortal Engines? No, I didn't watch Mortal Engines. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, They Will Not Grow Old. I went with Austin and Caspers to go see that. Oh, okay. And uh, I thought it was really cool. The, the footage... How they restored it, um, it was really neat watching that. Because yeah. a, lot, a lot of it did look like it might have been filmed in the 60s. Some of it looked like it could have been filmed in the 90s. Like, it was really well done. I think the best part of that was at the end, where they had Peter Jackson talking about how they did it. Uh, yeah. You know, we are talking about Lord of the Rings earlier, about mm-hmm. how the appendices are so well done. Peter Jackson is, say what you want about maybe his overuse of CGI. Oh, I will. I'll say what okay. I want. Say what you want. Say I will. You, do it. I mean, I, I would. I mean, I have. He, he, is, um, he is an expert. He is really good at documenting making his films and, and the process that he mm-hmm. goes to make these movies. And I, I think more directors need to do that. I think it's awesome. Like, he is very, like, he, you know, he wants it all to be documented, and he wants you to show you what they did and how they did it, did it, and I think it's fascinating. I think that might have been better than the actual movie, the actual documentary, was seeing him, how they did it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, how, uh, did you feel a kinship with World War One people? It, it, <clears throat> you forgot it was World War One. definitely. You thought, oh, this is World War Two. Oh, no, it's World War One. And it, you know, and it kind of goes into the meaninglessness of war and how, like, you know, they would take in captors and they would be best friends because I oh, want to. Really, what are we even fighting for? And it kind of, yeah, it, it does that a little bit. Um, yeah, so it, it was it was a very unique documentary. I think it's really cool. I thought it was really good. And nice. they could probably easily make another another one of these. They he was talking about how much footage they had. They could do a lot with with all that footage. All right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, also, I watched um, a couple episodes of that CNN. That uh, 70s show. The, the, yeah, this is that 70s show. Uh, this is the 2000, or 2000s. Okay. I watched the two episodes about TV, and I watched the episode about um, 
like technology and Apple and, you know, uh, Facebook and all that. Uh, it's pretty interesting. It's a little scattershot, sh- you know. It. I think the technology one's a little better. Uh, the TV one's a little, they're kind of just scatter shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of goes in a lot of directions, you know, very fast. So they don't really focus on one thing for a while. But I thought it was, I thought it was a fun watch. You know, it was fun to be like, oh yeah, that show. Oh yeah, that show. Yeah, it was, it was right. pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and I might try to rewatch The Office because everyone at this oh, damn house yes. is rewatching The Office. Oh, that's you have to rewatch The Office. I have to. That's what all the girls are doing. That's true. I am a girl, Adam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the podcast for this week, unless you had anything else to add. Oh, I just want to talk about how Dumbledore and Grindelwald fucked. Dude, they had a very intense sexual relationship, according to J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. You could tell that's from the cool. books. You could tell that she wrote that in the books. Yep, that's all. Just wanted yeah. to just wanted to leave on that note. <laughs> Well, that is Super Filmscast 64 for another week. Next week, hopefully, we will have uh, KJ on to talk us. Yeah. The movie Us. Um, so, yeah. So, look forward to that. And uh, you follow me at Cratery Vids. Follow Adam at The Fullertron on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And we'll see you. And more next time on Super Filmscast 64.